3: Lord Hayes Candy he screaming baby sleep these
0: the perfect one to end the year on. Coming to you once again from Cobb's Comedy Club in San Francisco, California. It's Thursday, December 31st, 2015, at four-ish. <laughs> Let me see your name tags, Bay Arians. Straight out of Tiff and Josh Compton. I like that. There's some donuts right up front. If those get selected, they will be thrown. (laughs) The Buckle Chops. What does that mean? It's the Breakfast Club, but why does it say the Buckle Chops? Your last name is Buckle Chop? (laughs) Your online name is Buckle Chop. Like that's an excuse to be called Buckle Chop. Oh my God, it goes so deep, it's so good. Is there any in the balcony? I feel sorry for you if there are. I don't think so. Oh, there's one. He's lighting up a shirt. She is. <laughs> I can't tell. Well, great job, everybody. Go ahead and put those down, but that's uh, that's spectacular. I should uh, Snapchat that or some shit. Maybe I will when the guests uh, are looking for name tags, maybe I'll periscope it. No, I'm not gonna periscope it. Maybe I will. We periscoped once me throwing a donut at Bert Kreischer's chest on this very stage. That was, that was a great moment. Um, I did it. I watched 365 movies in 365 days. Mm -hmm. All right, I actually watched 364. I gotta watch one more tonight by midnight. I think I can do it. That's why I announced it so confidently. Got the applause it deserves. Because if I said, I gotta watch one more, then you guys would go, all right, go for it. And when would I have ever gotten that? Because we're back at the uh, Meltdown Comics this Saturday in Los Angeles. It's a more mellow, smaller uh, situation than this uh, Cobbs Comedy Club. Uh, Saturday at 4.20. Um, And also be sure to watch me on At Midnight on Comedy Central, or much much in Canada, uh, Monday, January 4th through Thursday, January 7th. It's Benson Bowl week. I'm taking on a lot of people that have been on this show, like Matt Besser and Jonah Ray and Chris Cubis, so it's going to be super fun. Um, I brought some stuff in the bag here that I'm going to uh, share with you guys. Someone's going home with this tonight, but uh, I don't know how they're going to pick name tags tonight. This is quite quite a selection, but first of all... Hot off the presses from our, our friends at Chameleon Glass, this is a uh, Getting dug with High Mug that is also a working, a working tobacco pipe. So yes, yeah, so that's a pretty nice item. They made like a few of those for me and uh, since I you know, live alone and no one ever comes over, I uh, thought it'd be better to just give them away to somebody that might be able to showcase them, give them the glory that they deserve. I'll tell you about this in a second, but I also have a, a book uh, that was sent to me called, How to Smoke Pot Properly, A Highbrow Guide to Getting High. And uh, it seems like a pretty entertaining book, but they had flagged a uh, one page in the book that they wanted me to notice, that they uh, quoted me. And uh, the thing that they quoted me as saying is something another comic friend of mine says. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, It was in in the marijuana logs, which I was also in, so maybe they were just listening to the CD and they didn't know the difference between me and Tony. So, but anyway, it's a good quote that's in this book and now it's in the bag. I don't feel bad about giving it away without reading it when the one thing about me is wrong. But I want to give him a promotion because it does sound like a good read. How to Smoke Pot Properly. Are you guys ready to meet our guests? You know, there's... A lot of great comedy all over the uh, world tonight celebrating uh, New Year's Eve. For some reason, people want to go see a comedy show. That's why I thought it'd be fun to do this at four in the afternoon, you know, before everyone got drunk and stupid. Because you go to a late... (laughs) Too late? You (laughs) son of a bitch. If you go to a... But you know what I mean, If you go to a show that actually ends around midnight, like people are so fucked up and so excited about midnight that they don't want to listen to uh, the comedian and their, you know their inner thoughts. you know It's more like it's all about me, me, me. So I thought, let's do a game show where pre- people bring name tags and let's do it early enough that uh, you guys can get out of the city if you want to uh, leave before the zombie apocalypse) <laughs> And I'm telling you right now, I don't even care how this goes. Just the the fact that it's sold out and you guys are here, we're doing it again next year. Your mission, everyone in this audience, is to remember tomorrow what happened during this show, and if you can't remember, it'll be available on iTunes. So you can just go ahead and give it a listen. I almost introduced my guests and then I didn't, so they're probably just all huddled over there, like the Marx Brothers in a closet. Please welcome Chad Daniels, Jacob Sirov, Greg Proops, and Jeff Tate. All right. Everyone's so polite, I don't know who to call on first. Let's say hi to performing tonight across the street on the other side of the tracks at the punchline,
3: it's Greg Proops, everybody. Hello, San Francisco. Word up, 415. Happy New Year, everybody. Happy Prospero Año Nuevo y Felicidad. So you got like a couple shows over there tonight. Yeah, I got two shows tonight at the Punchline and then none tomorrow for some reason. I guess they figure everyone's dead. And then uh, we start again on the second for two more shows. Uh, It's the Resurrection Show. I try to talk him into doing a show on on New Year's Day. I figure some people would want to go out. Well, Bono, because all is quiet. (laughs) Take your time. Let that one roll around the room for a while. (laughs)
0: Oh, you have to remember stuff to get Greg sometimes.
3: I'm stoned, but I'm agile. I do know that song. Thank you for being here. What'd you bring for the prize bag? Glad you asked, uh, Mr. Benson. I brought uh, two Bingo Plus Scratchers, uh, which have a, a street value of $6. So I'm, I'm offering you the chance to uh, spin the massive wheel of fortune to start uh, 2016, and perhaps win, according to this, up to twenty thousand dollars. There's two free spaces. I don't know what that means. It is, after all, a piece of cardboard, so I have no idea what that uh, entails. Go ahead.
0: Here we go. It's going in the bag. You sure you? Don't want it?
3: Oh no, I'm good. All right. I don't, I don't approve of gambling. All right, if
0: you, if, you, if you win the 20K, do not reach out. We don't want to know about it. Oh, no, it's,
3: it's all yours. That's how I feel yeah. about it. Hold on tightly, let like, go lightly.
0: <laughs> and sitting to his left, like he's in a contest to try to look like him. <laughs> it's Jacob Searoff, everybody.
4: Thanks for stepping on the first joke in my head, Doug. How are you, son? I just looked over the way you're
0: dressed, like you both met in the middle. You both never dress like this. (laughs) I've never seen either of you all jeans and cardigan like that.
4: (laughs) And then bam, both brought it. I told these guys to take their shirts off. We'll go sweaters versus skins. I think it's pretty easy to
1: tell us all apart already. (laughs) You can keep your sweaters on, and we'll just be the guys without sweaters. <laughs> Where's your team spirit, Tate?
4: What? Uh, yeah. What'd you bring for the bag, Jacob? I brought um, this shocking Star Wars item. I got the Star Wars Stickerland Fun Pad. It's a, it's a, I stole it from my six-year-old nephew, but he hadn't used it yet. So all the stickers are there, and he doesn't know what's missing. Wow, yeah. I don't know if so I want it's, that. No, it's an item a, of well, they contraband. Won't. And then uh, this has kind of turned out to be accidentally appropriate. I got this, uh, some swag from a, a girl I know. Uh, a, a Tito's, a Tito's Vodka, which is a brand you like to drink yeah. a lot, Doug. That's Doug's brand. Uh, Tito's Handmade Vodka, girl, Tank top, And also, I got uh, <coughs> some tobacco for your tobacco pipe.
0: Well, isn't that great? It comes with a tiny
4: X-wing. All
2: right, there it is.
4: Right, went right into the bag. So uh, it's got a Tie Fighter in it too. It's an X-wing, Greg. It's a what? It's an X-wing. You were in Star Wars, dude. Come on.
3: (laughs) Yes, but aside from that, I have a life, Jim. Yeah, I know.
0: That's
4: the difference between you and me. Put
3: it in the bag. I need you to put it in the bag. These aren't the toys you want. (laughs) Hell no, I think we should break up. <laughs> if you owned that pad, you wouldn't have to say it because you wouldn't have anyone. I don't know what's happening.
2: <laughs>
0: Jeff Tate is here, everybody.
1: <laughs> Hello. Hey, Hi. You gotta finish those fucking garlic fries, man. Those are driving me crazy. No, I don't want them. I don't, my eyes are watering. That's a big pile of fries. He's not
0: finishing those anytime soon. Oh, he Uh, moved them back a table. That's nice.
1: (laughs) That is nice. That guy's a nice uh, fella, I guess. Um, Hi, Doug. Jeff, did you call ahead and ask for the rock and roll microphone? Like, did you say,
0: I'm gonna be singing Mr. Roboto and I need something that's gonna
1: help sell that? Mr. Roboto is your reference point for rock and roll? No, I just, I
0: sort of switched off of rock and roll to, uh, to sticks when I reassessed what that microphone looks like. It looks like Mr. Roboto's microphone.
1: Wait, Mr. Roboto is a real dude? He. They did a few shows. I thought this looked more like someone would pretend hero, to be Foreigner. Hot blooded. Check it and see. I got a fever. What is it? 103. That's too high. That'll put you in a coma. Their, their song is not like that. You don't need sex to get rid of a 103 degree fever. You've been listening to a preview of Jeff Love's lyrics.
3: Turn your phone off, Doug. Be a pro. (laughs) Yeah, I don't... For that very reason, I don't normally
0: start a show at 4 o'clock because now we got interrupted by it's 419. Does anybody sitting up close have, like, a vapor pen, like an indoor situation? Yeah, let me borrow your indoor situation.
1: Hey, while you're doing that, can I explain what my prize back stuff is what i got stuff for the prize bag okay tell us about it jeff (laughs) thank you Doug. i have a t-shirt from salem inc it's a tattoo shop in salem massachusetts and this cool dude named adam works there gave me this shirt gave me a couple of tattoos if you're ever in salem massachusetts uh go to this place get a tattoo There's also a place called Boston Hot Dogs there that has the best fucking hot dogs I've ever had in my life. They They don't have Gatorade, but they have cream soda. It's 4:20. Chewbacca. (laughs) Right. It's also Star Wars related, but uh, I'm gonna take it out of the box so that if you win, you can't be like a dork and be like, I'm just gonna save it forever. Uh, This is hard to watch. You see how the head bounces around? That only that is, guys. This is not this is not 420 behavior.
0: Stomping on the packaging of a poor little.
1: It's a bobblehead. Chew head. And if you leave it in the box, the head doesn't bobble. It's just funless. But not now. Now it's you fun. set it free and it's ready for fun. Yep. So here's my All two right. things.
0: There you go, thank you. Jeff Tate, everybody. So considerate. And Jeff, I brought something that, in case you didn't bring one, because you didn't bring one. Speaking of Star Wars. Oh, see, it's already broken. Because it's out of the box too soon. uh, one of your shirts, uh, uh, Make the Rounds tour shirt, where you uh, oh yeah yeah your Chewbacca on
1: there. Yeah, I'm out. Uh, so yeah, there you go. So yeah. I got one yeah, for you, you for the prize bag. Yeah, because
0: uh, yeah, I, I would never be caught dead in it. I've seen
1: so you wear it a I'm couple of times. So giving
0: it away. No, I wore it on a couple different uh, internet programs. So now I'm uh, I appreciate you know, it. Giving it away because I you know I, I don't wear the
1: same thing more than a couple of times. Me either, I wore all of these clothes last night.
4: (laughs) And the night before. I just look at Greg's Instagram and then wear that.
3: (laughs) Today's sweater day. He just looks like a a little dog on the 4th of July.
1: (laughs) Seeing Greg- Just get in the bag, the fireworks will stop in a day or two. Seeing Greg Proops not in a suit is like when you run into a teacher at the grocery store.
3: I'm wearing a suit underneath here. This is a tear-off sweater. It reveals a Hugo Boss. (laughs) Also, I noticed you're wearing fingerless gloves tonight. How's it going being in that gang of pickpockets in England? It's...
1: It's going uh, right dandy, mate.
0: (laughs) Uh, Also joining us today, took me a while to get through everybody, but here we are uh, headlining, finishing off as they say, as I just said, uh, the shows tonight here in this very club at Cobbs, it's Chad Daniels, everybody.
5: Hi, everyone. I was given the D.L. Hughley microphone. It has a big bump on it from being dropped.
0: Oh, yeah. He says some stuff that... Oh, it just at the end he drops it? Yeah, boom.
5: I'm out.
1: And and he's, look at that. He also sometimes does it during the show. I've opened for D.L. He's a delight.
5: That's what the D stands for.
1: And the L. Oh, yeah. <laughs>
3: What the L stands for as well? <laughs> D light.
0: Like the mic drop. Does it always have to be, like, like uh, where you just suddenly let go of it, or sometimes do you actually add a little thrust to it as as you're dropping it, like I've you never kind done of it. throw it down a little bit?
5: I'm not cool enough to do it, but I've seen it, and there's oh, sometimes there's thrust. I beg of you, if you if you win any of the games tonight,
0: when you win, do do a mic drop, just just so you can feel what it's like. Okay, is it cool? It's terrific. Cause the floor here is kind of carpeted and as you said, it's already got a dent in it. So uh, I say just go nuts with it with you. If you, you just spike that fucking thing if you feel <laughs> it. If, okay. if, if you feel it. I do. Okay. And what'd you bring for the prize bag?
5: Well, I'm a fucking idiot. I brought a book to a movie thing, but it's my favorite book. I brought the old man in the sea. And also I, a movie and then i brought a Toomey uh like overnight kit that i got on a flight to hong kong or san francisco and it has uh, facial tissues toothbrush dental floss socks eye shade pen shoe polish shoehorn earplugs paper bands and cards i don't think that's a good thing refreshing hand wipe comb outer degradable poly bag and a nylon polyester bag. All
2: of that is
0: in that little thing?
5: Yeah. It's like Richie Rich's shit.
0: <laughs> it's really tiny versions of each of those things. Yeah. Like, barely usable.
1: You uh-huh. should but, take uh, it all out of the package thank so that you. they'll have to use it. <laughs>
0: Oh, this this old man in the sea looks like a super easy read. <laughs> yeah,
5: it's
3: so like one of my favorite book. Yeah.
5: <laughs>
0: oh, oh my God, it's quite like, short. It's like a short story. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. Let's, let me finish it up real quick, you guys. <laughs> uh, let's go
3: down the line, starting with you, Greg. Uh, last motion picture that you saw with your own eyes. Uh, I saw Youth with uh, Michael Caine and Harvey Keitel. Jane Fonda and, um, uh, oh, what's that cat's name? Paul Dano. And it was, uh, ah, you know, it was okay. I I don't want to spoil the ending or anything. Oh, they have a movie called Youth starring a bunch of old people? Yeah.
0: Yeah, I I wonder where that's headed. I think it's supposed to be ironic.
4: Nope.
0: Um, It
3: started off on a full head of steam because Harvey Keitel is awesome beyond measure. And then it, I don't know. I thought it limped across the finish line. Okay like Webster, when he ran that marathon. Exactly. I should have picked another movie, quite frankly. But I I was just trying to, yeah. I I watch old movies all the time, but uh, I'm always always the one on the show who goes, yeah, I was just watching Meet Me in St. Louis or whatever. And your whole crowd goes, fuck you, old man. (laughs) What was it like when movies were powered by steam? Well, what was
0: the last movie you saw that, was, uh, that would cr- cause that reaction? It's not like youth slayed the room or anything.
3: Well, I realized once I said youth that no one in this room is going to see it or has any idea what it is or who Michael fucking Kane is outside of Alfred. So, oh, uh, walk it off and... Um, uh, the Palm Beach Story by uh, Preston Sturges. How is it? That's a good one? Yeah, it's very funny. Uh, a lot of stars, very popular today, Joel McRae, <laughs> Claudette Colbert, I think a lot of the kids here are hanging Oh, out. I loved her on uh, Colbert Report. Yeah. <laughs> she, she was Claudette on the Colbert Report.
0: Uh, all right, well, yeah, that's a, that is a classic. Uh, I can't remember if I've, uh, some of those classics when I'm watching them, I go, oh, yeah, I have seen this, and uh, yeah. that one I don't think that I have. It has a character called the Weenie King. You'd remember. I it. definitely yeah. haven't yeah. seen that. <laughs> A movie with the Weenie King in it. Uh, what about you, Jacob? What was the Come last on, thing man. you saw? Really? S- Star Wars for the w- how
4: many times? I uh, did five, day. <laughs> really? Number no. five. He's up to five, everybody. Yeah. I don't know. Clone ass man. I did Attack of the Clones 21. I'm trying to. I don't think I'll. I don't think I'm going to beat it though. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> that was one they had heard of. <laughs>
1: Just didn't care for.
0: <laughs> um, what, between on your journey from having seen it once to having seen it five times? Mm-hmm. What has anything changed? Have you grown to hate something or grown to love something, or is it just the great, same great experience every time? No, I, th-
4: I think it's changed every time. Uh, the first time was a little, it was kind of overwhelming. Just had to get that one out of the way. I went by myself, you know. I didn't want anyone talking to me or, or about the movie or, or that kind of fucking shit, you know. That people feel the need to tell me how much they hate the other movies, and so. Uh, and then it was kind of like I wasn't sure what I was seeing the second time. I really got behind it, and then uh, now now I really like it. But I have to say, there 's probably an unpopular opinion. It's, it's the biggest piece of fan fiction ever made, you know, because if it's not Lucas, it's not, it's not real. It's not the Bible for me, unless it's Lucas, so. But it's great, it's a great movie. It's like, it's like Star Tours the movie. He it's loves like a great it, star, he loves It's a great he... Star Wars experience. You know, as a Star Wars nerd, there's novels and comics and video games, and it's like a great experience like that. But if it's not from, I mean, if it's not from George, it's, you know, it's just, it's a fan fiction. So you prefer Star Wars if it's kind of boring? I don't, I don't, I don't, I'm not even capable of understanding that sentence. <laughs>
0: Are the newer Star Treks, is that fan fiction also?
4: I don't like those. I hate those movies. I think those are just bad movies. But Do you still do you feel like <laughs> no, the yeah. fans of Star Trek should have the same attitude? <laughs> yeah, I do actually. I, it's, they're, they're well-made movies but the whole Spock, that, the whole alternate universe, and I, they, they, there's, that's a whole conversation. The Star I just Trek think, think every crazy. single
0: person that worked on the latest Star Wars must have had such a love for what they were doing. Oh, absolutely. They, they did absolutely. such a great and job. Same thing for the
4: people that write the novels and make the cartoons. And, you, know, but all, you know what I mean? It doesn't
0: feel like a, it, even though it does hit a lot of the same beats and it is sort of a recreation of the earlier movies it still also feels fresh at the
3: same time somehow.
4: I agree I don't, no, I, I don't, I don't have that it. complaint about it being a rehash I think it's I think it's a great movie. All
3: right, it was cool. in the cartoon as well yeah that was Tal Merrick and uh, no, what's the name of that cartoon? Clone Wars? Clone Wars yeah. yeah. <laughs> I didn't have to tell him that. There's a reason I dress like this Greg. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I know who you are. <laughs> The best part was, I did one as Tell Merrick, and I got killed at the end. And then they called me and they go, We want you to do another episode. And I went, But I'm, my, my character's dead. And they went,
4: This is Star Wars. It's a prequel. <laughs> I was hoping they were going to go, Oh, fuck, never mind. Yeah,
3: right. <laughs> oh, you are? your dad? Shit. Stay home.
4: <laughs> Jeff? That, but, but, has anyone here seen it more than five times? I'm just curious. Can anyone beat five in there? Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. That's what's up. <laughs>
5: Sorry. Has anyone seen a movie five times they didn't like? Because that's what you did, it sounds like. <laughs> no,
4: I like the movie a lot. I like the movie You're a like, lot. What a fucking no George Lucas. I'll only see it five uh, times. No, no, no. I'm not done. I'm not done. Okay. I'll see it at least ten. I'll Jesus see it at least ten. Right. All right.
1: <laughs> the last movie I saw five times in the theater was Con Air.
4: Amazing. I think that speaks more to how they feel about Jeff than how they feel about Con Air. I'm hoping for the crowd's sake. Both. Mm-hmm. I'm the con air of comedians. <laughs> right?
1: you, Why is there so much cursing? I don't think anything just happened. <laughs> Who do we root for? It was I'm such a, a,
0: a, it was such a subtle sh- shift for me between seeing things repeatedly and then just sort of seeing things only once or twice, or especially having gaps of time in between s- seeing things like. Uh, But it used to really be a a thing where you'd see a movie in the theater like many times. I mean, obviously, the first Star Wars, people have seen it hundreds
4: of times before it left the theaters. I think I saw The Fifth Element like seven times, and that movie sucks.
0: Whoa! Wait, what are they booing? That he watched it so much? Or. (laughs) Or Just big. That it sucks? You don't think it sucks?
4: Big Ruby Rod fans. They love it? it's not about Ruby Rod. Oh, really? Like, it's I, just I, the dude that's in it a little well, he's bit. He's in it for a lot. That's all, I mean, whatever it was, uh, 20 years later, that's all I remember is Ruby Rod. And the chick with the blue brick in her stomach or whatever. <laughs> Terrible memory.
0: Yeah, it's not perfect, but I, I, yeah. I, I
5: enjoy aspects of it.
1: Have you seen the whole thing? Do you just catch parts of it? Literally? I was in the,
5: the theater seven times. <laughs> you saw the fifth element seven times? Yeah. That's like 35 times. <laughs> I saw 35 elements. What the fuck is wrong with me? I, uh, hadn't a periodic chart or
1: some shit. A periodic table of elements. I like the fifth element, but I'm dumb. I don't have. I don't even own a cardigan. <laughs> the last movie I saw was I watched The Equalizer this morning. Because <laughs> I talked about the last movie I saw last night. Like we could talk about sisters again if you want, but we could talk about the Equalizer too. It's pretty fucking rad. I like the Equalizer. He reads The Old Man and the Sea at the beginning as as a way to be like it was like foreshadowing, but not you know not subtle. (laughs) Like it was like foreshadowing the eye caught. Like, he's, you know what I mean? Like, a lot of times people are like, that's foreshadowing. And I'm like, I don't know what you mean. But in this movie, he's like, the old man just has to do what he has to do even if he doesn't want to. And I was like, hang on. That sounds like this guy. Yeah. Yeah. I'm a fan of things getting spelled out for me.
5: Chad? <laughs> On the flight here, I watched Straight out of Compton, crazy motherfucker named Ice Cube. Did it, was it uh, edited for airplanes? It wasn't, I had to push a button that said, are you over 18? And so I could hear the word fuck, but not see any tits. <laughs> so they blurred out any nudity, but all the, all the... the what was airline better. was that? Delta.
3: Really?
2: Uh-huh.
3: Huh. I have not yet pressed the 18 button.
0: Yeah, I haven't, I haven't had that feature, but then also then why go through that process if you're gonna blur out the tits? Just, just to hear the F-bombs. So Were you
3: coming from Japan? There's been a, been, there's been almost...
5: a couple tweets written about that. I'm not thrilled with it. I pushed 18, it was $6. I missed out on like 34 tits. Because there's a lot of parties. I never
0: thought of that. Like, when, when you're paying for just one movie and then they edit it, that doesn't seem right. Just
1: you should get a no-titty discount. Yeah. <laughs> I tried to watch Die Hard on the airplane, and they edit a lot out of that like language and everything, and then I, I got tired of it, so I switched to The Big Lebowski, and they don't edit anything out of The Big Lebowski, <laughs> and I do not understand why they do that.
0: It just, uh, it, it varies uh, from, you know, it just depends on a lot of planes now, there's a lot of private viewing and listening, so they're just letting the movies go unedited, but they're still making edited versions for airlines because they, they still have, they still show them to the whole plane sometimes. Yeah. So, I think those are just getting all mixed around and so you just don't know what you're gonna get.
5: I was watching a movie on my laptop once where there was a sex scene and this woman tapped me on the shoulder and said, I don't care to watch that. So then I did have the first episode of Lost on my laptop and I started that and shifted it towards her (laughs) during that big ass plane crash and it was like, How about this? Better (laughs) What an asshole. Wait, you You can't watch you got here from sex and you can't watch it? Shut the fuck up already. (laughs) People are so dumb. She's
0: like, I am tired of watching through the crack in the seat, this awful. (laughs) I'm tired of having an awful vantage point for what is clearly some pretty entertaining shit. Uh, Yeah, it's it's weird. I was in a concert and I was eating peanuts. And (laughs) this has a promising start. A lady sitting in front of me turns around and says, could you not eat those peanuts near my child's? Uh, He has severe peanut allergy. At a concert? At a concert, yeah. What were
3: you at? The the kids thing? I don't know. I don't have any
1: kids. The Wiggles, is it? Greg Proops is at a a Wiggles show. This is one of the top five improvisers in the world. (laughs) I could pulled out kids thing. If well, I tried to do that riff, I would have just ended up tying this cord around my neck and dying right here on the stage. But fortunately for us, we have a top five improviser. What were you, at some sort of kids thing? I thought you liked having things spelled out.
3: Yeah. I didn't want to jump in with the wiggles and leave you behind, man was being sincere. That, what were you doing at a, a concert where there were children, Doug? <laughs> it, it was a-, it was uh, a Please tell show. me you didn't take a van there. No. No, I took
0: an Uber and it was a T-Swift show. And, uh, <laughs> You know, and it's in a fucking stadium, so they sell shelled peanuts, and I'm sitting there cracking them open and enjoying enjoying the nuts, and the uh, lady turns around and tries to shut me down, and uh, I just kept eating the nuts. It's like, what do you want me to dead. do? She didn't ask me a second time. If she asked me a second time, we would have were, we were either had an interesting conversation, or I would have, you know, gotten up and went, somewhere else to finish the nuts because I I wouldn't want to really endanger a child, but
1: it seemed a little ridiculous. There should be a peanut section, like a peanut gallery type thing (laughs) where- Don't you dare encourage this bullshit. Don't you dare.
3: You mean you have to wear a top hat and have a monocle and spats on to sit in that section? And you Like Mr. Fucking Peanut? I'll just explain that one to everyone. For Jeff? Did you explain that for Jeff? Thank you.
0: <laughs> I, appreciate I couldn't it. handle it when the Mr. Peanut voice changed from Robert Downey Jr. to Bill Hader. It really rocked my world.
4: What about Colonel Sanders changing to Norma Donald from Daryl Hammons?
0: <laughs> I didn't mind that because I didn't understand any of it from the beginning. <laughs> But I thought that Robert Downey Jr. is a pretty good Mr. Pina. <laughs> Bill Hader's great. Um, all right, so we did all we needed to cover so far, right? Everything's pretty much on schedule. Uh, we got to keep things tight tonight because uh, they got more shows here at uh, Cobb's, featuring uh, several of the pe- two of the guys on this stage. Chad and Jacob are in the shows tonight, along with
4: uh, how- who else is on the shows, guys? We got uh, his pod race announcer counterpart, Scott Capuro, on the show. We have both pod race announcers on the same stage the same day. That's pretty cool. Wow, that's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> that is and now, kind of weird.
3: Two people from a Star Wars movie, and Jacob is here.
4: Yeah. I think I'm the only person in the world I actually have an action figure with him and Scott's signature on it of that character. I, must, I, think that I don't the think the anyone person. else has that. You're, You're the, the only, only person, person wants with wants that one. action figure, yeah. Yeah. yeah.
3: Not a lot of people go, fuck the pod race announcer. Got it.
0: I feel like I'm watching a horrible twin act. <laughs> Really?
3: I wish you wouldn't say that because I'm too allergic.
4: (laughs) (laughs) Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like Forge FX help students master their skills.
5: There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory
4: that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact
5: Figure Lending, LLC, DBA Figure. Equal Opportunity Lender, NMLS
4: 1717824. Terms and conditions apply. Visit figure.com for more information. For licensing information, go to www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org.
0: Um, let's do the part of the show where I say, let the games
3: be Oh, you give me string. People brought name
0: tags. Lots and lots of name tags. A dazzling array of name tags, yeah, and you gotta go pick whichever one you got, wanna play for, bring it back to your seat. We don't got a sponsor on this one, so we're, listeners get to hear all the excitement that happens when the name tags are being selected. It's a little noisier crowd tonight than, I think Nashville was a quieter bunch. <laughs> Not Nashville. Where was I? Sacramento. (laughs) Come on, you guys. Pick good ones. Look at that one over there flashing and twirling. Put a lot of work into that. Flashy, twirly thingy. Here we go. (laughs) All right. I'm making a vine of you guys. I'm making a vine. I'm making a vine. I'm making a vine. I feel
4: kind of hoodwinked.
0: This is one of the most exciting vines ever made. (laughs)
4: Sorry. I'm making a vine, (laughs) all right. Okay, shut up. I'm gonna take all the other people off. Oh, those are faces of so many guests and people that might be here. I know, but she told me, oh, you're on it. And then it was like in some anonymous ass way. Like, I don't, I want to feel special about All this. All right. You know, Jeff's always on Maybe the poster. taking don't mine. Take off, my James? face off of it. Oh, I won't take yours off. All right. Or Greg's, because he was in Star Wars. <laughs> All
3: right, well, let's start with Greg. Who are you playing for, Greg? Uh, Marti- Marina. Uh, and hers is the Marina Hara Picture Shot. Okay. <laughs> A particular favorite of mine. You like that movie? Uh, yeah, now there's a movie I've seen a lot of times. I've probably seen it 20, 30 times. In theaters with people throwing stuff and all that shit? Oh, hell yeah. The first time I saw it, uh, we drove up from San Carlos where I'm from, the whitest place on earth, and uh, <laughs> home of the Plain Yogurt Festival. Thank you very much. And, um, <laughs> We, uh, we drove up to San Francisco, this is like 1976, and we went to a theater that's not here anymore on Market Street called the Egypt. And uh, there was a guy, a, a, a homeless guy out in front, uh, Hector in the line, and then we went inside and people were smoking dope in the theater, and that was the first time I remember that. And uh, uh, a dude was wearing like a DNA molecule on his head and no shirt, and they played Lady Marmalade, and everyone got up and danced before the movie. It was fucking wild, and uh, I was pretty high. I remember thinking the movie was like four and a half hours long. <laughs> Like, I never thought it would end. So I've always enjoyed Rocky Horror and uh, I think Tim Curry is an astounding performer. He's great, yeah. Uh, Real quick question though, and be honest with me, what is your
0: favorite Will Smith movie? Will Smith? Yeah, what's your favorite Will Smith movie?
3: Is Is that a trick question? No, no, just any, there's no wrong answers, I just... Uh, I like the one where he was, uh, you know, where he had the, he had to be homeless and he created the thing, uh, Happiness. Pursuit like. of Happiness? Yeah, yeah. And he okay. lived in the park station with his son and whatnot. I thought he was quite good in that. Tell the truth! <laughs> I didn't like the Last Man on Earth one. I thought that kind of blew. Oh, After Earth? It's like the fifth no. remake of I Am Legend or whatever. It was called I Am Legend. Oh, it's called I Am Legend. I Am Legend. <laughs> <laughs> but, it's the, but there was a Vincent Price one and then there was Stage a legend. Mega Man with Charlton Heston and, and then there was the Will Smith one and I didn't think the Will Smith one was so hot. Yeah, I didn't like the,
0: the CGI zombie things Were where that nah. where that's scary.
4: <laughs> 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 Jacob. I'm uh, playing for New Year's Edith, who was nice enough to put me and you and uh, Foden B, the two Padres announcer, uh, announcers from Star Wars, on her sign for us. And she also put pictures of her kids on, but I did those off. You really did a number on her sign. Yeah, I think it looks better, it's an upgrade. Yeah. It was too busy before. Fair enough. Jeff,
1: i believe for Brandon of The Planet of the Apes. Brandon of the Planet of the Apes. Brandon. He made a poster. I think he did a good job
0: with that poster, right?
1: Yeah, there's, uh... It's a picture from the movie. I am one of the monkey faces. Or my face is on a monkey. And... uh, There was a Sam Levine monkey? Sam Levine monkey, and there was also $20 taped to it. Oh, (laughs) where'd the money go? What happened to the money? I'm gonna go to Chipotle later and get one of those famous San Francisco burritos I hear about.
3: (laughs) We do E. coli better than any city. Great way to drop a few pounds over the New Year's weekend, by the way. That's what I'm shooting for, right? Gotta get rid of that freshman 15.
5: <laughs> Chad, who are you playing for? I'm playing for Sam. I'd like to apologize to everyone that put a lot of effort into theirs. I ran upstairs and ended up with this piece of shit, but... I'm just Well, kidding, at least yeah. the balcony is it represented. Fir- it was just the first one that I got to. <laughs> I know you had donuts. I'm a little furious about that right now. No, I don't. He looks very happy eating them. But, uh, yeah, I'm playing for Sam. So thanks, thanks, uh, okay. and Sam, the Force Awakens, Sam Wars. Do you have a favorite Will Smith movie? Uh, I liked uh, the Fresh Prince of Bel Air. Will? <laughs> yeah, that's not. Have a you film. not seen? Mm-mm. Whatever it is you're gonna say, we haven't seen it. Okay. <laughs> uh, I would have to say, uh,
3: I don't know, Hitch.
2: Tell the truth. <laughs>
3: What's the new one called where he's the South African doctor? Concussion. He's got the concussion man. That one. Mm-hmm. Oscar time. I'm pretending to be from another country.
5: He does a great Daily Show host impersonation yeah. on that movie.
2: <laughs>
5: <laughs> really? <laughs> Fucking peanut gallery. You guys were all over the place.
2: <laughs>
1: oh, I remember that from earlier.
0: <laughs> I had to write that one down. Um, all right, we're going to start with a game called How Much Did This Shit Make? Um, it's just a game where you have to take turns bidding on uh, how much you think the movie in question made. Uh, Next August, I intend to interrupt right here uh, the San Francisco treat. I mean, at the Castro Theater, not here, but in this city, Uh, the Rock. I think it's August 13th, but it's uh, it's not on sale yet. But I'm I'm telling you guys now, just so you know. And yeah, she's gonna eight short months. She's gonna run and get a ticket right now.
3: Be back in seven months. We'll see you over there. <laughs> so the
0: question is, and uh, we'll start with you, Greg. How much- Correct. Think, how much do you think The Rock made at the domestic box office, according to boxofficemojo.com?
3: We're talking to Sean Connery. Without going over. The yes. fine Sean Connery movie. Yes. Well, the Sean Connery movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know, 120 million.
0: 120 mil,
3: okay. That's in adjusted, you know, inflated dollars. We don't inflate or adjust, but... Those are in Deutschmarks, uh, if they're transferred (laughs) into Hong Kong money and then back into Swiss francs. No, just 120 million American dollars. You know, Donald Trump, Nazi, make America
4: great dollars, those kind of dollars. (laughs) Jacob? I'm gonna go 148 million.
0: One, four,
1: eight. All right. GF? 96 million. <laughs> dollars or beads or? Dollars. marks, And then they switch it over to whatever you said and then back to whatever you said again. And then into dollars. Then piastres and sesterces.
5: Okay, Chad. 100 million.
0: You motherfucker.
5: (laughs) That was my guess from the get-go.
0: Well, nice grouping you guys. You really, uh, you kept your bids all in a pretty tight range. And so only one of you can win. So the closest without going over, the actual amount it made is $134 million. So Greg Proops wins this particular game and gets to go first in, of all games, whose tagline is it anyway?
3: (laughs) Wayne Brady's.
0: (laughs) It's a very fun new game where I say a tagline from a motion picture. It's usually from the poster. Sometimes it's made up by some nutcase who got on IMDB and made up a tagline. Uh, sometimes I get the wrong tagline from the wrong, <laughs> I don't get the movie right, I, I write it down wrong. So any of those things could happen. <laughs> and I'll start with you, Greg, and I'll read you the tagline. You just guess what movie you think it's from. If Greg cannot guess correctly the name of the movie, then it'll move on to you, uh, Jacob. So be ready to, uh, to steal, as it were.
4: Uh, that was from Field of Dreams. Be ready to steal, I think so. as it were. Yeah.
2: <laughs>
3: Greg? Jackie Robinson comes to the Major Leagues in 42. Be ready to steal, as it were.
2: <laughs>
3: <laughs>
0: what movie has the tagline, The One Night Anything Is Possible?
3: Ooh, uh, uh, I'm just going to take a wild stab because I don't know what it is. Uh, Fright Night? <laughs> <laughs> that is incorrect. That is incorrect.
0: Do I, do I get a chance to... Jacob gets to guess now. I'm going to say it's New Year's Eve. <laughs> and Jacob
3: is correct. Sweater bump. I didn't know there was a movie called New Year's Eve. Yeah, it's one of those
0: Gary Marshall joints. Ah. Uh, uh, that he did after the wild success of Valentine's Day. It was a, it was a prequel, <laughs> and it was on TBS. <laughs> New Year's Eve is on TBS this very uh, afternoon, and uh, yeah, and I thought, God damn, that is so smart. Like the residuals, you know, you may not get any artistic respect, <laughs> but the residuals from being in one of those things that's going to roll in every year, because what other movies can you show on New Year's Eve? Strange Days. <laughs> 200 cigarettes. That does have like a New Year's Eve. It has a confetti at one point. Nine. 200 cigarettes takes place on New Year's Eve? Yeah. Okay. So we got a. What a festival we are having. <laughs> Some real
4: terrific films. You know, the Padres happened on Bunta Eve.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
4: <laughs> so that, I guess, episode one. I don't
0: know. All right, this next one goes to Jeff. Jeff gets first stab at it, then we'll go to Chad. Uh. What movie has the tagline, One Truth, One Hate? One Truth, One 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 Hate. Hate? Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's what
1: it is. (laughs) (laughs) That's an insanely bad tagline. (laughs) One Truth, One Hate. Uh Uh-huh. Um... Spotlight. That's not the answer. I, I,
0: I, that's the thing, is a movie like Spotlight probably doesn't have a tagline. <laughs> you
1: know what I mean? Oh no, I was just saying the spotlight is right there. That was not my guess. My guess is episode one, The Phantom Menace. <laughs>
0: That's great. Yeah. the tagline for Spotlight could be, when justice touches back. <laughs> uh, Chad, <laughs> do you know what One Truth, One Hate would be for? Is there a movie called Marriage?
3: One Truth, One Hate. It was a Gary Marshall movie. It's the prequel to Divorce. <laughs> I don't.
5: Huh? <laughs> You're passing? Hitch.
2: <laughs>
5: no. I don't know what to do. That's not it.
3: Greg? The Babadook. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not guessing.
0: Um, all right, Jacob, you got one last to crack uh, at it. American History X. Now, it's funny uh, that neither you or uh, Greg got this one because it was uh, Star Wars Episode One: The Phantom Menace.
4: Oh, was you it? know what? I, that's I said that's, it. That's, no.
0: He
3: said it. Who did? Jeff said it. What did he say? Yeah. And I said that's correct.
4: No, he, he gets spotlight and then changed his mind. But it was a, it was a second. I guess. thought he said spotlight. He did, and then he said that he did the joke. Really and better. then he said. Then, then he, said, he did say
1: No, it. no. Well, listen, I'm gonna. Hold on, right now I, I want to make it very also, clear.
4: That's not from America, the American campaign. I want to make it very clear
1: that I, don't I had no idea me. that was it, and I thought I was making a wild ass funny guess. And, and I did not know that that was it, and I do not feel like. I don't want it. Oh. I got it, I mean, I got it. It was an accident, I didn't mean to. Yeah, I was too busy dwelling on Spotlight
0: to hear what he said after that, and that was also that, to me that even, I, you know, even though it was kind of a joke answer, it also could be the tagline for Spotlight.
1: <laughs> not really, but... <laughs> that really is a tagline to
4: Phantom Menace? But it really mm-hmm. was. It was like a Japan... Somewhere, I should somewhere, have looked at the poster. I'm not saying it's, yeah. I guess it, well, I don't know, I don't know where it was the tagline, The, the, the but, American tagline was, Every Saga Has a Beginning. That, that was a Japanese campaign that they read, like like, one truth, one hate. Well, they had all these yeah, different Yeah, there was ones. like four or five
0: yeah. ones for me to choose from, but most of them were that. More stuff that said things like a galaxy far away or George Lucas or but some no, shit like that. Every
4: saga has a beginning. With... Okay. It's funny, when I
3: was working on the movie, I remember George coming up to me and saying, you know, Greg, <laughs> one troops, one hate. <laughs> and I didn't believe him at the time, but now it's come home like a bitch. <laughs> we'll start with Jeff again
0: for this next one. What movie had the tagline, Hell Upside Down? Is this for me? No, this is for Jeff
1: Tate. The Cabin Down Below. Wait, The Cabin in the Woods. (laughs) Cabin Down Below is a Tom Petty and the Heartbreaker song. (laughs) Cabin in the Woods. Incorrect. Spotlight.
0: (laughs) Still incorrect. Chad. Hell,
5: Upside Down. Karate Kid. (laughs) I'm not trying to be funny, I don't know
3: what it is. (laughs) Greg. I want to give a joke one, but I want to get it right. Get it right. Poseidon Adventure? That's correct. (laughs)
4: For the the listeners at home, Greg's doing the cabbage patch right now.
3: But my joke answer was Britney Spears and Crossroads.
4: Because that was hell upside down. (laughs) I didn't have a joke answer or a real answer, so I'm glad you got it. Next up, for Jacob,
0: this is the entire tagline. Mayday.
3: Mayday. You okay? Mayday. (laughs) Get this man some water. (laughs) Any ideas?
4: Ah, fuck. Um... Let me try a different read on it. Yeah. Mayday! Can you use it in a sentence?
0: April's uh, almost over.
4: <laughs> I guess, uh, Dead Calm. Dead Calm? Yeah. That's not a bad guess. Good
0: movie. Who's next, Jeff? Oh, incorrect, oh.
3: okay. Uh, <laughs> you never said it. <laughs> er, it was I guess good guess doesn't mean right. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: Alex, ever say on Jeopardy? That's not a bad guess.
1: Incorrect. <laughs> Alex, Alex Trebek rarely gives commentary on the answers. He keeps it tight. Uh, is it airport 77? Mm-mm, good guess. Was that better? <laughs> yeah, I like it spelled out. I'm gonna get the hang of this eventually.
0: Chad? Top Gun. Not right. <laughs> hey, I had to look at thing. it again. Like, wait a second, maybe, maybe he's right. And did you already
3: get a crack at it, Greg? I haven't guessed yet. Oh, no, what, what's your guess? Is Top Gun wrong? Yes. <laughs> Memphis spell.
0: <laughs> no, is the remake of the Poseidon adventure just simply called Poseidon? There's no more adventure, Mayday. All right, one more really quick. This us start with Jacob again. Jacob, the greatest adventure story ever filmed is not yet over.
4: Uh, how about the, ne- the, the never ending That's the grandiose story tagline for, nope. No?
0: Not never ending
4: story. Two.
1: <laughs> what the fuck?
4: <laughs> Your Siri just went. Your Siri's theory. going off she, down there. She heckled, she said, sorry I didn't get that. <laughs> <That's literally, laughs> she's heckling me, my own phone.
1: That is I think that she was said, from an earlier wild. Child. Like your phone just joined in, like, ha Jake, you fucking moron. <laughs> Take that sweater off you haven't earned it. <laughs> uh, is it my turn? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Indiana Jones in the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. Oh, well,
0: that would be greatest adventure story film. It's not yet over. Hm. Nope.
5: <laughs> <laughs> greatest adventure story ever filmed. It's not yet over. Spotlight. He told me to say that. I'm gonna say Gulliver's Travels. Who? I want you to know I'm horrible at this, but when we get to the parent round, I'm gonna fucking clean up. (laughs) Okay, what movie, this is just for you, what
0: movie had the tagline, "Uh (laughs) (laughs) uh-oh?
5: So I'm not gonna clean up? Kung Fu Panda. Parent Trap. Minions. (laughs) Minions. Aww. SpaghettiOs.
0: <laughs> but the greatest adventure story ever filmed. The Revenge of the Sith. It's not yet over beyond the Poseidon adventure.
3: Oh, you fucking asshole.
4: <laughs> Chad, will you drop your mic now, please? That mine's in good shape. I don't want
2: to.
0: <laughs> uh, so Greg and Jacob sort of won that
3: game because they each got one right, so. We didn't really How is the Poseidon Adventure the greatest adventure ever filmed? <laughs> yes. Milo and Otis is the greatest adventure ever filmed. Thank you. <laughs> and that's never over. It's not over until Otis says it's over. You that, was like that like 30 more home- years ago. More than Homeward Bound? you like that one? Yeah, Homeward wow. Bound. That one is, that's the greatest adventure story ever filmed. <laughs> the one with the dog? <laughs> the like one the- with the dog? The dog and the cat? Did that have
2: a dog?
3: It's not the one with the boo. I'm allergic to dog.
1: Is that about me? Did I say it like that? The one with the <laughs> it What's is... up, buddy? Um, Poseidon Adventure. Now what? Play another game.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I was just checking in with Jeff. I didn't know he seemed to be in a weird place.
1: I'm, I'm fine. I apparently ran out of breath during my, was that, was, was that movie about a dog? Are you talking about the movie about a dog? That's, how, that's what I meant to say. <laughs> what movie is that? Uh, uh, Milo and Otis. It the, the was thing. a dog and a cat. Dog and a cat.
0: Mm-hmm. They had adventures up and down the, uh, in the countryside.
3: That was the greatest adventure ever filmed.
0: Yeah. Well, you know, it's going to be a great adventure when a bunch of men stand around filming uh, kittens in a
3: basket being thrown off a cliff. I rest my case. (laughs) It wasn't only the movie with the dog, it was the movie with the kittens. (laughs) Oh,
0: it's brutal. Um, Yeah, but check it out. It's very funny.
3: Funniest adventure ever filmed.
0: Dudley Moore does all the voices and he kind of narrates it as well and it's really, it's unbelievable
1: that it, people made it. They should remake that Poseidon movie with dogs and cats this time. That'd be pretty rad. That's not a
0: terrible idea and I bet you it's already on the internet.
1: There's
0: no new ideas anymore. Um... Last Man Stanton is what I would like to uh, And this, is, uh, this has been very exciting. We have a new wrinkle in the Last Man Stanton game where the person who you're playing for, the person whose name tag you chose, uh, is your lifeline. If you run out of answers and you just want to reach out to that person, and uh, jumpstart your position in the game. You, know, you can do it one time. Uh, so if you're being played for, uh, get your brain ready uh, to uh, come up with an answer if they need you. And why wouldn't they need you? People, we always run out eventually, so you're always gonna get called on. <laughs> Unless the person just blurts out something that's wrong and then you'll be safe, you won't get called on. So don't, don't be too scared. <laughs> there is that chance. Um, you guys know how this game works, right? We take turns saying the names uh, the, of the films of an uh, actor or actress suggested by an audience member. If you can't think of one, you're out, but you do have the one lifeline if you want to use it. And the lifeliner has to give the exact correct full title as if they were
4: playing the game on, on stage. That's right. <laughs> so if they get it in half, we can't finish it. If they get close, they have to nail it. Yeah, don't you dare.
0: <laughs> no, they have to suggest to you, let's be specific. They have to suggest to you an answer, and then you have to repeat that answer or change it if you okay, want okay. to, but hopefully the audience won't help you to decide to change it, because now I realize everyone's gonna groan when they say it wrong, and then you're, go- you're gonna know that you need to change it. We'll see what happens. It's the, end of the year. it's the end of the year, let's get crazy.
4: Let's really go nuts with it. It's like 2018 in Australia already though. Oh, cause of leap year? Yeah. From the Jewish calendar, it's the year.
3: Ha! <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, bless you.
0: <laughs> Is there a Carl Triolo? in the uh, audience today. Where are you at, Carl? Hey, okay.
5: Carl, where's Carl?
0: (laughs) I'm so glad Carl just, you know, takes care of himself now. He doesn't have to yell that anymore. Now it's more like,
3: Carl, why are you punching that other kid?
0: Um, Carl Triolo, what do you do for a living? I apologize for losing interest in the middle of that. <laughs> I was checking the time, and we're, we're we're in pretty good shape. But I don't I don't think I need to pursue that any further. Brokerage? <laughs> what? I don't. Let's not worry about it. <laughs> and. Uh, <laughs> What is your suggestion for a name for the, uh, the Last Man Stanton game? Richard Gere. Richard Gere, I like it. It's perverse. <laughs> it's not for the younger players. Richard
4: Gere. That's the worst. My, my, I can
0: tell you my gears are turning right now, <laughs> trying to think up some of his titles. And uh, who we say won that last thing? We said that, uh, oh, Jacob won, cause he got, he answered the right one first. Uh, so <laughs> start with you, Jacob, and then we'll go to Greg. I like to play along. Uh, so I'll go third, then uh, Chad, and then Jeff. And oh, we got some cocktails, gentlemen. Who ordered cocktails? Oh, thanks. There you go. Let's hear it for the waitstaff here. At, uh, Hobbs' comedy. Very stealthy. I was pl- doing a club last night. The uh, cocktail people were talking loudly. You need sugars with that, honey?
3: <laughs> that kind of thing. Well, you're in Sacramento, right? <laughs> How'd you know? Cause you told me. <laughs> oh, cause it's the only place cocktail servers speak loudly. <laughs> Everywhere else, they speak in hushed tones. It's
0: weird, right? And then they made fun of, they like gave me a hard time for making fun of them for talking too loud. Right.
3: It's weird. Like, where'd you learn to whisper, in a sawmill? <laughs> oh, spotlight is my answer. <laughs>
0: All right, so everybody's had a little time to think about Richard Gere (laughs) and all the great work he's done. And uh, I don't, hopefully don't need to remind you that it's just between everybody on stage. If if you think of one, wait till the very end when I ask for uh, the ones we missed. And uh, Jacob, start us off.
4: Okay, let's get a big one off the table. Officer and a gentleman.
0: Yeah, let's get that one on the table. Greg, Was that the one you wanted to say?
3: Was it me? Yeah. Oh, we're going in this direction now? We're going this way, yeah. Counter. <laughs> Clockwise. Clockwise. Alright. i like to change it up. Okay. American Gigolo. We're starting with the obvious ones.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, Okay. So You're telling me to pick an obvious one? Okay. If I'm gonna go... If I'm gonna go, if I'm gonna go, if I'm gonna go obvious, I'm gonna go
5: Chicago. Chad, pretty woman.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, buddy. Yeah, buddy.
5: It was already broken.
3: Oh,
0: he did that for a kid with leukemia.
1: What? Uh, J F. Runaway, Runaway Bride. Oh, the sequel. Well, we're doing obvious ones, right? Yeah, I've run
0: out of obvious ones. I think.
4: Nah. Well, depends what you consider obvious. Uh, on me? Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm gonna go Breathless. Oh, okay. Nice. Uh, looking
3: for Mr. Goodbar. Whoa. I'll take you back. Okay. <laughs> to the dawn of his career.
0: Okay, how about, um? wasn't he in that movie, um, you know, the one? <laughs> <laughs> no, which one, Doug? I'm double checking. Who are we talking about? Ricky Gear. No, I get it. Um, I'm going to say for Ricky Gear, I'm going to go with. Fuck. Oh, What's? Well days of Heaven. God
3: damn it. Nice. Nice. One of what, three Terrence Malick movies?
0: Have you seen the trailer for the new Terrence Malick? No. It's fucking crazy. Does it look good? It's uh, Christian Bale. Wow. Yeah. I mean, you can only imagine what those two get up to. Whoa, what happened here? Something happened?
1: No, I just wanted to drop my mic, but this this one looks new. So I just set it on You just ground. laid it down. So I, thought of, I thought of another Richard Gere movie, so I was happy. And I thought that's what you're supposed to do. And I don't know who Terrence Malick is.
5: Is it my turn? Yes. Uh-huh. I think it's called Fear. Oh, wait a second.
0: What? No. <laughs> oh, I'm close? You might be, yeah but i don't know to what
5: <laughs> fear is the when somebody word. else says it i'll i'll tell you that that was the one i was thinking of do you want to use your lifeline okay oh yeah we're on a lifeline life situation can i even if i
4: said the wrong yeah. right thing even if you said the wrong one
5: get out stay out of it jacob i'm i'm here to win you Sam? know what you know what because Chad
0: admitted earlier that he doesn't understand anything. <laughs> um, I'm going to give him this one, but normally, yeah, you should probably not guess an answer first. You should probably say, "I need my lifeline." Well, because right. right. fear is definitely that's Mark Wahlberg and Reese Witherspoon. Um, oh yeah, yeah, sure, yeah. Sure, but yeah. there's another movie that Richard is in has a similar title, but we'll leave that one on the table for someone to scoop up. Uh, so where are we at then? Oh, the lifeline.
5: Sam? Primal fear. What do you say, uh, Chad? She's a primal fear. Do you want to go with that? I'd I'd fucking love to. (laughs) That is correct.
0: Yeah, I probably shouldn't should allow like, to him to say part of the title to help them to figure out well, which one and then say it right back. It seemed a little, that doesn't seem right somehow. But I've
5: always lived by the philosophy that all fear is primal, so I thought it was accepted. <laughs>
4: <laughs> hey, Doug, uh, what's to stop them from using their phones in the crowd, though?
0: Uh, nothing, but they're just gonna come up with one title. But how, that- how much good's that really gonna do you in the long run? I don't even use a lifeline.
3: Wasn't this your game that you put a new wrinkle in? Yeah, isn't it fun? You just disavowed any knowledge of the new wrinkle that you put in.
0: No, it can can work sometimes. Well,
3: we all have that hope in our heart.
0: Yeah. No, it's, it's happened. People, we just saw it happen. She um, gave him the right answer, but now he's got to think of another Richard Gere
4: by the time it gets around to him. Edith, can you just pull up Richard Gere in your IMDb so we don't have any fuss when it comes to the... Okay. No, I don't need a movie now. I don't need a movie now. You, you don't have a phone? She already is cheating. Okay. Oh, yeah. Is that cheating? Did you say no phones for the crowd? I don't think they should do that, but... Because I thought
0: that the blanket don't use your phones during the show would also count during the part where they really
4: shouldn't use their phones. <laughs> Yeah, but you have to assume but people was, are scum, you so...
1: Know, yeah, you can't assume... You May can't, I say something real quick? Assume. May I weigh in? Is that okay? Dr. T and the women. Yes!
0: Yeah. yeah. Was it your turn?
1: Yep.
4: Yeah.
0: That's good.
1: <laughs> I just didn't want to forget it, because I forgot it twice already. <laughs> and I didn't want to... I didn't want it to leave
4: again. Doug, can I say something? The Cotton Club. Yeah. What, what's O oh, on that? It's a fucking right answer, dick faces. And I'm a fucking Whoa. native. How about some support for the local guy? Whoa. So angry. Hey. I went to dinner with him last night
5: and they gave him the wrong noodles. He called the waiter over, <laughs> told him he got him the wrong noodles, and then said, but it's cool. I'll eat it. What a dick. <laughs> hey, man. Just to let that guy not sleep at night. Like, oh yeah, what'd you get an award for
4: working? Fuck you, you're wrong. Well, we had a whole conversation about the and The distinction between the different types of noodles. I mean, he deserved to know he blew that. I,
1: I left that part out, because that person And you know what?
4: Laurie Kilmartin paid for all of it anyway, so no harm, no foul. What?
1: Why did you yell at the guy for stuff you are going to eat? Hey, you're just, you're just one of those guys who's like, I'm cool with going with the flow. I just want everyone to know when they're wrong. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Are, are some people not like that? I don't no, they're usually just uh,
4: people. They're like my dad. <laughs> Is there an inside joke between your crowd and you and the, your da- about your dad? I'm as
1: baffled at their reaction as you are. <laughs> they don't know my dad.
4: He's just kind of an asshole. <laughs> Dr. T and the women. Woo! Cotton club. Ooh. mm I don't understand the reaction. It's a good movie, Con Club*. Fastest Ford Copeland. Greg. Summersby.
0: <laughs> Summersby, Summers I love it. With uh, Jodie Foster. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what did he in a film?
4: <laughs> Several.
0: Cowled. *Internal Affairs*. Yes. Yes. What one did you say again, Greg? Summersby. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Summersby, bring the car around.
5: <laughs> Chad, no more Lifeline, buddy. Yeah, I was gonna uh, try to say something funny, but I'm just gonna be out.
2: <laughs>
5: I'm just going to hang my head.
0: you gonna opt out. So opting out of the humor option. We'll go on to Jeff. Uh,
1: intersection.
0: Intersection.
1: Yeah. Uh, it's m- Jacob. No, it's right.
4: I'm not arguing with you. I had, had internal affairs on deck for a while, I think.
0: Right, that's a fun one.
4: Um, I'm, I'm,
0: I can picture him in like three fucking movies that I can't think of the name of any of them. And I could tell you the story and who's in them and stuff. Diane Lane.
4: I'm gonna buy myself some time here and go to Edith for the lifeline. So I can maybe You're gonna put, do what? I'm gonna buy myself time to come up with another one in the next round. Oh, good go call, Edith. Yeah. yeah.
0: Edith, uh, he needs his lifeline. What, do you got one? Hachi, a dog's tail. Do you want to take that one, Jacob?
4: Yes. Do I have to say <laughs> it, or can you just?
0: I think we can all agree okay. that that is <laughs> the Thank saddest you. goddamn movie. Was that
4: even Edith, though? Or that's Edith's friend. You're Edith. Okay. I was trying
0: to get into the next year without having to think about that movie. <laughs> wow. Poor, poor dog. Just looks at the train station all day.
3: First night. Oh. there was a joke that went with that movie here is Richard Gere's acting style where's my car oh there it is (laughs) Um,
0: he was in looking for Mr. Goodbar
3: yeah
2: yeah
0: oh they did say it let me write it down I did that one (laughs) Oh, 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 I got another one. Oh, what the fuck? (laughs) Oh, you guys are gonna be so impressed when I break this out.
3: (laughs) Arbitrage. Wow. Wow, that's impressive. That's a
0: hard word to pull out of not knowing for sure what word you're trying to find.
1: Yeah.
4: Fucking arbitrage. Do you know what they call Richard Gere in France? Arbitrage. Yes. Richard Gere. <laughs> <laughs>
2: it's
4: funny, I think. Yeah. Richard Gere. Right?
2: <laughs>
4: they call him a Royal with cheese, actually, in France. <laughs> uh, what do they call Richard Gere Burger King? Um, I don't know. I I I give up.
1: (laughs) I never went to Burger King. Yeah, that's that's what you should have done. Uh, I'm gonna say (laughs) uh, Red Corner. What? Red Corner. It's he's like a lawyer in China or something. Like wow. Yeah.
5: Red Corner. Yeah. I don't think that's the name of that movie.
4: Uh, I think I think I know I'm out, but
5: I'm challenging.
4: (laughs) No, I think he's who are are you?
5: Who
1: are you, Jacob? I think there, I gotta look up
0: Red Corner.
1: There can only be I think one controller I think I think he's right. on the stage at a time.
0: Right, somebody in the audience already says, Jesus, yeah, settle nice. down. <laughs> Thanks, dude. Guy's excited to check for us. Yeah, I'm playing for him. <laughs> oh, so it's important to you. You got a dog in this hunt. Do you think of another one, Jacob?
4: Uh, no, I didn't, but um, I guess I got a few seconds red, to.
0: F- red fucking corner, man. Damn.
4: Just like keep picturing his fucking hair. Like which movies was that hair in? Don't do that. You'll end up with Warren Beatty. (laughs) Wait, what? (laughs) Um. I use, uh, can I use Jeff's lifeline? He hasn't used it yet.
0: Whoa. You out? Yeah, I'm out. He's out, Greg.
4: What's your, what's your interest in Jeff? You're, you're obsessed with Jeff. T- no, but you've been obsessed with him since the show started. I'm just curious. On my well, I know. That's part of the, what I'm getting at. Jacob, some of us have fans. I, I, I'm having trouble... <laughs> That one you can have. You can have that fan. I, like, I don't
1: understand it either, but he's a fan of mine, so yeah, no, I, was I, getting, I was getting uncomfortable. Um, is it my turn? Nope. It is not my turn. It's Greg's turn. Golly. Uh,
3: I want to say Gremlins too because that was the old joke. Um, <laughs> What? They, they can't find gizmo. <laughs> that was the, No one remembers that joke? <laughs> Whose tagline is it anyway? They're making a sequel to Gremlins with Richard Gere. <gasps> the problem is they can't find gizmo. <laughs> oh
1: my God.
3: <laughs> it's good. I, don't remember, I never heard it. It's, it's an good. old joke. It's good. It's a good one. You know, it's cracker. Uh, Marina, I'm going to go to you for my lifeline. Yeah. Movie 43. What was it?
4: Movie 43. Oh,
0: Movie 43. That's a, you throw that movie out and you're gonna have a good chance of getting the correct answer because there's a shit ton of people in it. So I'm gonna accept movie that. Movie 43. All right, Greg is still in it. He has a little time to think while I think for a second. I'm just trying to share a God with uh, Richard Gere and see what Buddha thinks. He's a Buddhist, you know.
3: Um, I can picture two fucking movies. God damn it. Yeah, he's a Buddhist, but they can't find Krishna. Oh, fuck, I just got No, really, too soon? Do you think he really put that
1: gerbil up his butt? No, no, no. What's that? That was Rod Stewart. But it was David Bowie's gerbil. <laughs> Aren't they all, in a way? Most people don't know about David Bowie's gerbil farm. <laughs> He's got a gerbil
3: mill. He gerbil. did the theme to gerbil people with Nastasha Kinsky. <laughs> the
0: Thank Knights you. of Rodanthe.
3: Wow, that's impressive. <laughs> that is impressive. It took you some cogitating, but you got there on that one. Is it just
1: me and you, or is Jeff still in this? I'm still in. I'm going to say The Double. Yeah. Yeah. It's a movie about a secret Russian agent in America. Topher Grace is also in it. It's a real fucking movie.
0: All right, I'll
3: accept it. And uh, I'm out. Do you have any more, Greg? Trying to think of a, there's one with Kim Basinger, but isn't that the Primal Fear one? I'm fishing.
0: She might've been in that, yeah. Yeah. Ed, Ed Norton was in Primal Fear.
3: Oh, right. He's in like 15 thrillers that have the exact same name. I think I'm out, baby. Well, you know, he's in Knights of Rodanthe with Diane
0: Lane. Yeah. And then he was in oh. other another thing with her. No,
3: that, that's that's not fair. You just clued me in it.
0: No, I know. You said you were out.
3: I am out, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know the name of it now. Yeah, what's it called? Betrayal. No, no it's called a uh, some fucking thing.
0: Unfucking faithful, that's well, it's what it's betrayal. called. What else did we miss?
1: <laughs> Mr. Jones.
0: The Mothman
3: Prophecies. The Mothman! (laughs) Richard Guerin. Which one? He already did Chicago.
1: The Jackal! The
3: Jackal! The guy's so mad about the Jackal. God damn it, the Jackal. The Jackal!
0: Well, that is so much fun when that happens. When yeah, people are, have ones that we don't get to. Unfaithful, shit. I know. I could not think. I kept thinking betrayal. But un- no, I know. But betrayal. I was other like one. it was unsomething. Un. Ben Kingsley's in betrayal. Un- yeah, yeah, I couldn't. But I'm glad I pulled Rodanth out.
1: So. Uh, Diane Lane has some cool scenes in a coffee shop in that movie. <laughs> unfaithful. Well, you uh, you won there, Jeff. So. Uh, Woo!
0: You're a guy that's obsessed with you. Why don't you come get these prize bags
5: for him and take them over to him? Yep. Because we don't want him on the stage. Hey, Jeff, why don't you throw that to him? Because Selena had a fan, too.
0: Yeah, I think, I think everything's... All right, we got great we got Jeff, we really got to wrap it up. So, uh, what do you got to plug
5: there, uh, Chad Daniels? Oh, hey, 2016 I'll be performing.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Chad Daniels. Yeah, yeah. Look for him by
1: name. Yeah. Jeff, Jeff Tate 96 on Twitter, uh justanotherclown.com. I'm going to be in Cincinnati, Seattle, Albuquerque, Tucson all in January. Check it out. Woo! Jacob Searoff.
4: Uh, I'll be back here in San Francisco for uh, San Francisco Sketch Fest, doing a, like a Weezer themed show on the 16th of January, so check that out. Right.
3: I'm, uh, I have a podcast called The Smartest Man in the World, and uh, I have a, a book out called The Smartest Book in the World, and I have a record out, a new record called In the Ballpark. You can get them all at gregproops.com.
4: Also, check out The Phantom Menace,
3: available on iTunes and Blu-ray. I don't don't receive a lot of fiscal remuneration for The Phantom Menace, so I prefer you buy the book first.
0: Thank you, Greg Proops, and all of my guests, all of my shits at douglovesmovies.com. Hashtag this episode with fucking peanut gallery. Hashtag fucking peanut gallery. Thank you to Cobbs. Thank you to all you guys for coming out. I'll see some of you out on the sidewalk, I'm sure. And as always... (laughs) Unnecessary movie remakes are a shithead. Petulant in-laws who ruin your plans at the last minute are a shithead. (laughs) And parking is a shithead!